turn, turn my shit down even more. There we go. Yeah, alright. Now I'm looking like a human being and not a, uh, a go ghost. Not a scary ghost. A space ghost. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine, yeah. it's just a tent. Yeah, that's fine. Shows you're 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 a man of nature, getting out in the outdoors. That's right. Getting the outside. It's the best time to play your Switch because it has that's video games. That's correct. And nothing says video games like James Paley. That's me, the guy that says video games. <laughs> it's true. Pretty much every cast this year, you said video games. Or, or some variety of it. Video games. You know, like yeah. one of those. It's usually an exclamation of some point. Yeah. And Red, how are you? Video games are for losers. No. Well. <sighs> I wouldn't go that far. Oh, no, no. Uh, doing great. Doing great. Doing uh, fantastic. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Red Oh yeah, ready to talk about some games and be the biggest fucking loser of them all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I am uh, rural high up that list. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, disgaea discussion really cemented your position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's cool. Anyway, yeah. this anyway. is this is Press X the podcast. It's the podcast from your friends at CogConnected.com on the internet. We write about video games. There you go. There you go. That's, that's what we call picking up a cue and referring back to a bit. <laughs> yeah. That's clean. That's showbiz. See, y'all wouldn't understand that, but that's a little showbiz there, courtesy of Paul Sullivan. So Appreciate that and send your thanks and well wishes his way. Yeah. Always. Please do. I love well wishes. Yeah. I've had some unwell wishes in my day as well. Oh. Really? Oh yeah. Who and like I'm not even trying to be funny. You're the nicest guy ever. Who would send you unwell wishes? People well, that people they, that disagreed with your take on video games, I'm guessing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Pretty much, and the uh, the punishment does not always fit the crime. You know, yeah. how dare you give my favorite game a 7 out of 10? Ooh. You should die. Which is such a horrible score, by the way. 7 out of 10 is like, don't ever play it. It's a piece of trash. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually the descriptor in our review guide. I think it says totally. piece of shit. Yeah. So seven And, and piece yeah. of shit, 7. So imagine yeah. how so low and how bad it gets. One through six is just like window dressing where it's like, they, whatever. It doesn't, they're, they're non-scores, you know? <laughs> Imaginary numbers. Right. We learned about those in math, right? It, really, we have a four-point scale between seven and ten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, if there was any outfit out there worthy of that particular accusation, of which I can think of a couple, it wouldn't be us. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually reflecting on uh, on last year, not too long ago, and my review of Cyberpunk 2077 and how I mm. wish I had given it a worse score. 
Yeah. Ooh. So I gave it 40. Mm. And that's more than it deserved, I think. Honestly. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I guess if I was like really drilling down to the nuts and the also nuts, I'd probably maybe maybe on its worst day dip it down to a solid 35. Mm-hmm. For basing it on like the PS4, the Xbox One version on like release day, yeah, yeah, like a thirty-five. Yeah, that's where we were at. So, uh, anyway, we have the uh, distinct pleasure of not having Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven released this year. There have been good video games, yeah, of which James Paley, you've been playing several. Yeah. Uh. I got early access to uh, Metroid Dread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Metroid Dread. The dreaded Metroid. Yeah. Not dreaded at all. Hotly anticipated. It's r- super rad. <laughs> it is really good. Really, really good. Yeah. I I didn't really have expectations going in. I was like, oh, man, be a Metroid game. Metroid games are always pretty good, you know? And I played it and was like, oh, oh, no, wait, wait. Sometimes Metro games are amazing. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, it feels really good. And that's that's so important to a game like this when there's a million and one out there. And, you know, it's not reinventing the wheel or anything with any of the powers no. and, and stuff that you do. But God damn, they were the ones who good. they were the ones who invented the wheel. They don't need to reinvent the wheel. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. People will like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they're going to say people will talk about this game and they'll use a word. The word is Metroidvania, and it's like kind of weird, kind of weird using that word about a game series that comprises one half of the word. Kind of like the more significant half, in my opinion, because basically every Metroid game contributed to that rich landscape, and like. 40% of Castlevania games did. <laughs> it's one of two very distinct cases where you do not have to use that moniker. You don't. Because it is, <laughs> in fact, literally a Metroid game. Yeah. The other case being a Castlevania game. Yeah. Um. One of the things I noticed while playing it is that now Metroid games have always kind of done this, where you don't feel particularly powerful in the beginning and then you're like oh by the end you're a total badass right with this one it's like by the very very end kind of you feel like a badass because basically the whole way through there's always the enemies that can just just clean your fucking clock just (laughs) just take you out to garbage day and like with like no real trouble you get those the, the 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 whole health bars. You get like the energy tanks that are like, here's a whole extra health bar for you, and you find bad guys who will like punch through three of those with one good clean hit, and you're like, oh, oh no, I'm in over my head. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It uh, there's there's a good balance there. I think by the end of the game, you're feeling like a complete unstoppable badass in pretty much any of the traversal. Uh, it, it feels like they want to just really enable you to go get all the power-ups if you really want to and, and go find all that stuff easily. Uh, the bosses will still whoop your ass. Yeah. Especially that last boss. 
boy. Yeah. I'm still on that, technically speaking. I'm at the last boss. I haven't beaten the last boss. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's real hard, okay? <laughs> it's really hard. How long? How long to get to the last boss? Um, Like 25 hours, maybe? It's decent. Yeah. Not bad. And, and like... There's definitely stuff you can run around and collect, like energy tanks and like yeah. missile upgrades and stuff like that. So you're like feeling more or less prepared, but they don't really make the difference in a boss fight. That's mostly you memorizing the pattern and figuring out exactly when to do what moves. So you don't immediately get cut in half by um, combos. God, the last dude has combos. It's so not fair. <laughs> he's just like, pow. And then you're like, oh, no, that was bad. But then he's got another one. And then he does an overhead with a third. And then you are in a lot of pain. Yeah, you're, it's cool. You're stun locked. Uh, yeah, I would say if I have a complaint about how those bosses and stuff are structured, it's that there's really only one solution to the encounter. And that is missiles. It's always missiles and then using all your traversal abilities to get around that, you know, your space jumping around, your yeah. flash shifting it, around or whatever. It kind of makes sense because like it's how it is in every game or every Metro game where like you get two kinds of upgrades and one of them is to have more missiles because the game really wants you to know how important missiles are. And then they give you the ability to do, like, a lock-on and, like, a, a heat-seeking kind of one, like an auto-targeting one. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And it's like, yeah, we gave you this incredible power. You should really use it so you don't die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, one thing that really struck me with this game is the animation quality. Mm. It's, it's something you haven't really seen in a Metroid game before. Not that they've really had the opportunity to have something with enough hardware power to to really do animations before but it's little touches if you run samus up against a wall she sticks her hand out and and presses against the wall but if it's uh you lean up against somewhere where you can morph ball through she kind of leans up against it differently like grabs the edge of the thing and man it's little touches like that that just make this feel so polished super duper polished also, anytime you like pause for a second on like a particular screen, it's it make a pretty good like wallpaper or screenshot. Like a lot, a lot of the environments are really um really spiffy. Yeah, especially for a Switch game. Oh damn! Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's pretty good. Pretty darn good. Probably gonna find its way into my uh, top ten list of this year. Yep. Uh, I feel like I had something else to say about Metroid. I don't know what it was. It'll come back. Rhett, what have you been doing? Yeah, you know what won't be making the top 10 list this year? <laughs> I got a thought. NHL 22. Holy shit. Here we go again. Another <laughs> year, another disaster. I don't want to spoil the review that you'll be able to read this week on CogConnected.com, but, but it sucks. 
Okay. It sucks. <laughs> and it's not that it hasn't improved from last year. It's that I don't know how much longer we can go on with getting this this mockery of hockey that they put on the ice. It, <laughs> when I was recording the footage for that game that we put up on the YouTube channel, I was sitting back and it was just an AI versus AI game. So I was able to actually sit and watch more so than really I ever get to when I'm playing the game. And it's just insane to see how bad each player looks when they don't have the puck. You know, if you have the puck, things move fluidly enough, you know, smoothly enough. Uh, It's fine. But everybody else, whatever they got going on in their AI, they just don't, they don't like understand what, what's really going on. You know, they're the teammate AI and opponent AI. They just do not have a clue. And if they do, if they if it does seem like they're trying to make the right move, you're going to have to get through two or three sloppy looking animations to get there. You know, I I can't tell you the number of times I've seen guys like they'll skate into somebody and they'll like look for a check, but they'll just like bounce off of them as if they never actually made contact with them. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's it's so fucked. Um, Frostbite. It's funny. You were talking about uh, how polished Metroid looks. <laughs> NHL looks polished too. Because <laughs> all it's got going for it is this Frostbite engine that's put a little bit more sheen to the ice. <laughs> the lighting, you know, the lighting bounces off the ice just a little bit better now. But other than that, the Frostbite engine has done nothing for this game except hold it back. Uh, they, they, EA was going on and on about how Frostbite was coming to PS4 and PS5 or, you know, next gen and, and, uh, and current gen. And, um, yeah, playing the game now, I'm just like, there was way too much time spent on the last gen version of this game because this one, man, there's nothing going on. No. Nothing going on. Yeah. I, I, I rendered that video out for you and mm-hmm. watching some of that gameplay. It's so bad. That's right? a great way to put it. It's a mockery of hockey, man, especially off the puck. The care, the, the AI is just kind of like do this wobble. They're like wobbling they do this, back and man, forth. Like they're trying to figure out which which AI exactly, script to use. And exactly. it's constant. It's constant. Nobody, nobody's able to stand still and actually like assess a play. It's just like, oh, do I have to go to the left, right, left, right, left, right? And they're just, mm-hmm. like you said, it's like they're like a fucking top that's about to stop spinning. And none, uh, of, none of the players know what position they're supposed to be playing because they all no. just heard towards the puck. It's Absolutely. like Little League Timbit Hockey. Yeah. Oh, it's, no. Man, it's brutal. Um, I mean, I've been saying this for years. The game's a piece of garbage. They got, <laughs> they've got they got to throw it away and start something new because it does not feel at all like skating. That's Yeah, that's what I was talking about with my roommate. It's like time to actually just hit the delete key on the source code <laughs> and start from scratch, right? Select all, delete. You have to start from scratch with this because <laughs> there's nothing salvageable <laughs> There's nothing salvageable from this uh, from this iteration of this game. Um, two things I was going to mention. One, one thing that they did improve. One thing that 
fans have been asking for for a long time and I myself have been asking for as well. They actually fixed power plays in that if you have the puck and you're like cycling, you don't have one guy that's like with unlimited energy just chasing you from point A to point B to point C to point D to point A to point, you know, now you're actually able to like stop and stand there and look around and decide where you want to go without getting attacked. That's one thing I noticed where they actually made it feel like hockey. Um, And then the other thing that I wanted to mention was if you're going to get this game, get it on PS5 because the controller makes it much, much better. They actually did a, a, a lot of good work with the controller. You can feel like gliding along the ice. Uh, they make really good use of the microphone. You can hear people yelling at you through the microphone. And like when you score a goal, the horn will blare through the microphone and the song will start, the, you know, the music will start playing. And like, it, it's pretty cool, actually. So, if you know, if you're going to get it, get it on PS5. But man, you, you would be perfectly fine getting NHL 20 or 21. It's the story of those games. Story of those games. Fucking Matthews was on the cover at 20. That's another thing. <laughs> you know, Is like, it just NHL 20? It might be. It, with a roster update? Man, with the with the shinier ice. So the frostbite engine. This is another thing that's that's fucked, is that you'll have uh you'll have Austin Matthews, who looks phenomenal, you know, looks fantastic, looks lifelike. And then you got, you know, Joe Schmo on the fourth line. And because the frostbite engine is making the good players look great, now the shitty players that don't actually get facial their their facial scanned in, they look horrible. They look worse than they ever have. They're the fucking Sears mannequins with the wide eyes. Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Are we talking like Bethesda character bad? Yes. Yes. That is a very good way to they they do look like 360 Skyrim characters. Oh, so. that's, that's really awful. Chell 22 and, in stores now. And it's so unfortunate because you know there's a giant team that worked really, really hard on this game. It's just built up so much nonsense in the source code that, you know, it's like it's like swimming through molasses like it just can't get anything done it's like a roster update and shiny ice that's what happened this year and it they, took it took a herculean effort to get it out the door it's especially disappointing too this was supposed to be the one that like 21 was their you know sort of grace period game yeah. first year with the new systems okay whatever this was supposed to be the one where you could show us you know what what the series was going to do, what the series could be capable of. <laughs> and this is not that. This is not that. Like, yeah. Oh. So you're saying I should just go play Wayne Gretzky's Stanley Cup hockey on the Super Nintendo instead? Man, Gretzky's Stanley Cup, NHL 94. Well, I guess that's an EA game, but it, EA, also, they were hitting the nail on the head back in the 90s. It's when they went to 3D that everything started to fall apart. Ooh, a third dimension. Yeah. It's, it's too many dimensions, obviously. Obviously, yeah, that, that's more than it, they could handle. It all more fell than, apart. Yeah. yeah. It's that third axis. It really, really messed everything up. 100%. Blows your brain open. 100%. Man. 
Well, that's a shame, but I am not at all surprised. No. What I am surprised by is that I've been playing quite a bit of Destiny 2. Hmm. And that's a really good game. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's really good now. Like, there's, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of missions. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of lore, a lot of characters, some good acting, decent writing. Performs like a dream on the PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X. Hmm. And the shooting has never felt better. Like, this is the best feeling shooter out there. Uh, I would highly recommend going and taking a look since I'm pretty sure the base game is free. Free to play? Yeah. Free to start? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's pretty good. Been having a lot of fun with that, just kind of churning through some of the the back, uh, the the uh, DLC content that I never got to the first time around, and you know it's October, so it's the Festival of the Lost, where you're shooting uh, pumpkin heads and things like that. It's a good time. And shooting those pumpkin heads, I bet, is so satisfying. Popping heads in that game is fantastic. Yeah, I played your- it for a solid year. After launch, kind of fell apart because it got to the point where you know you would start to you would start to get into those raids, and unless you had a team of six to is it yeah. six, unless you had a team of six people that actually knew every step of the raid, then uh, you couldn't really progress. You couldn't advance. So, so here's a really neat feature that I'm assuming has been implemented more recently. Uh, they're calling it like guided runs or guided missions where you can go through some of the more difficult or challenging content with players who are way better than you are. So yeah, people can, yeah. can actually jump into the, the, you know, the strikes or the raids or whatever as yeah. guides and help people who haven't done it before through there. Huh? That's a really interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they, they were running that a couple of years back. It was in like the beta oh. they were calling it. All right. And look, well, I think yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it is pretty uh, fucking cool. <clears throat> Normally, that's a position you just accidentally find yourself in in a rave. You're like, oh no, I'm the experienced one, and these other five are not that. But now it's like codified and like built in. That's much better. You don't want to be surprised by that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you... volunteer for that duty. Yeah. Uh, and besides the PVE stuff, the PVP is pretty fun. Pretty much everybody who's playing PVP is ridiculously good, but the game is well balanced enough that there's still a chance. There's still a chance that you're going to pull off the headshot and take down somebody who's way better than you. And that feels pretty satisfying as somebody who's not great at first person shooters to begin with. Uh, I feel like I could still go into the crucible and have a good time or play gambit and have a good time. Um, yeah, surprised, very surprised to be enjoying it that much, given how, how quickly I fell off of destiny one and destiny two, but yeah, they're doing a great job with the content that's coming out. All right. Rhett, what else you've been playing? Uh, back for blood. Might as well keep the shooter talk going. All right. Back for blood. Left for Dead 3. Is it just literally uh, that? No. Man. 
No. What, what do you mean, no? I mean, conceptually, it's Left 4 Dead 3, but mechanically, it really doesn't seem that similar to those two games. Because, like, this... This feels like... I don't know, the shooting feels so slick and so... Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it definitely feels modern. It feels a lot more like Call of Duty than uh, yeah. Left 4 Dead. Like, yeah. It, let, it, let, it, let, let, it, Left 4 Dead was mechanically kind of like clunky and shitty because that's totally. what horror games do where, to, where it's like, oh, the controls aren't going to be amazing because you need to feel scared and unsettled all the time. And then this one, it's like, oh, no, you're a super soldier with five other super soldiers or three other super soldiers and you're going to blow up some zombie heads but then yeah there's other things yeah it's hmm. super super smooth feels like we we're saying exactly like call of duty um maybe not exactly in that like mm -mm. you can't you're not like sprinting around and sliding and doing all that but it's steady 60 frames satisfying to get those headshots um it's it's got its issues there's a lot of issues right now difficulty issues um there are problems with the spawn rates of the special zombies. Yes, it's that's what I've heard. Ridiculous right now. You'll go into a room and you'll fight uh, three three of the tall boys and then two of this and one of that. And then, you know, you'll make it by, out by the skin of your teeth and you'll be like, okay, fuck, safe room's got to be in the next room. Well, no, the next room's going to have four of the tall boys and two of the, and you know, so... You're just constantly getting peppered by these uh, by these special zombies, and if you don't have actual uh, friends to play with, you're not going to get very far. the The AI is terrible. The AI, I was talking about, man, I would kill to have NHL quality AI in Back for Blood. <laughs> your three, man, your three teammates are. You, completely useless you might as well go in there by them by yourself they don't heal themselves they don't they don't really i mean they shoot but it doesn't really feel like they're hitting anything to be honest <laughs> uh yeah really all they do is they just bitch about you hitting them with the friendly fire you're just constantly wow. yeah I um i i was that bad it's crazy. It's crazy. Like huh. the AI, the teammate AI does not work at this point. Brutal. So yeah, uh, man. I, now, of course, that's the sort of shit though. I'm like, they're obviously going to fix that. There are things that, um, little annoyances that I'm sure are going to get ironed out. It takes yeah. like a stupid amount of precision to pick an item up. You have to like, <laughs> Be right on top of it, aiming right at it to pick it up. It's really annoying, but shit like that, I'm sure, will get ironed out over the next few months. I, I kind of hope so because, like, um, I'm editing the video version of the review right now, and it looks pretty slick. Yeah, like it looks like pretty smooth and pretty tasty, but like everything I've read is just oh. No, maybe see, that's the thing. Why right? that that's the point I try to drive home in the review is despite its issues, at the end of the day, it's a damn good time. It really is. You just get in there, you you can start building your character Call of Duty style. You know, you get a lot of a lot of upgrades, a lot of unlockables. Um the card system is cool too. If you like deck builders and stuff, it's not like a typical deck builder, but you know, 
it's a deck builder light, I guess you could say. And that's cool too. The the cards that you get end up being pretty effective. Um, I've had a few good ones where I was like, I, I, I got them as a reward and I was like, damn, that's sweet. Now I really want to go do another run with this card and see what mm. that's all about. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully they iron out the annoyances because games like this just get so little time to succeed uh, mm. before the next thing is is on the table and the next thing is the hot thing at the minute. You know, I can yeah. think of a half dozen games like that already this year. Games like Outriders that were just a flash oh, in the yeah. pan and it's completely gone because there was something people didn't like about it. So hopefully yeah. they can tidy up some of those little mechanical things. Um, if the it, if the core gameplay is holding up and it's still a good time, solid. It is free on Game Pass, I believe. It uh, is, and and there is crossplay, so you should get it. Yeah, I downloaded it. Uh, cool. It's 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 added to my shame pile, um, right? Of this year because it's that time of year where you kind of have to play some things to Whoa. understand if you like them or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one's on there. And I, I also picked up a copy of Deathloop that I haven't played yet Ooh. since I don't think any of the three of us have played it. Like, no. Somebody should play it since, yes. you know, so many people are like, hey, this is the game of the year. I was just looking, uh, at, yeah, I was just looking at footage of it, though. And, uh, yeah, it does look fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remembered what I was going to ask you about uh, Metroid, James. Hmm. How do you feel about those Emmy sections? They're designed to trip you up and unsettle you and make you spooked. But <clears throat> you kind of restart right outside the last door to the Emmy section you went into. So it sort of deflates the like tension. But on the other hand, you never really feel like you're as stronger than they are. Like you're always like, like especially the part where you get the weapon that actually defeats them. And you're just like frantically aiming to like blow their armor plating off so you can like do the shot that kills them. That's intense. Where they're like yeah. crawling to you closer and closer. Like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that, that, that is extremely effective. But like. Up until that point where you're just trying to like get through and survive, you're like, oh, God, whatever. Okay, it's just annoying. It's only when you have to defeat them in battle that suddenly it's very, very intense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's like a lot of them, some of them are a little more flexible than others, but at least a few of them are basically puzzles where there's one solution. Like you've got you've to grapple onto this spot and then you have to use your cloak and then you've got to wait and you've got to drain half your energy on the cloak and then you can move. There was one in particular right uh, near the end, the one who could see through walls. That I found that so infuriating and just not I at never, all fun. I never really bothered with cloak, to be honest. In the Emmy sections, oh, I would right. just like, I would just die a couple of times, and then I'd respawn, and then he'd be far enough away, and I'd run like fuck to the opposite end. Oh, is and there... he'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you." <laughs> is there some element of RNG to the the Emmy yeah. placement? A little bit because like I because again you die several times in a row and you have an opportunity for sort of like field testing where like oh the sixth time I went in there he's far enough away that I could just sort of like dash through the one space and get to the next door. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting like I, I assumed that it was set 
because uh, nah. it, it seemed that way at the beginning. And I never attempted to break that. No, because huh. they 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 um they patrol right through a certain section. Like they have roots, but if you catch them at the right point in that route, you can make more progress before they spot you. And since cloaking is like actually not very helpful at all in battle, because if you don't, because like if you cloak on one of their patrol roots, they'll just run into you and stab a spike in your eye. So it's like, and it and if you don't know what the root is, there's no point in like hanging around and waiting. It's just more efficient to run very, very fast and hope you get away. <laughs> also, how many times did you successfully do the thing where you can counter out of it once they have you in the grips? Mm, maybe like a half dozen. Yeah, I'd say like three for me. Yeah. Tops. Maybe three. <laughs> that is definitely RNG-fueled. Because uh, it it's not the same cadence every time, so it is no, <laughs> goddamn near impossible to counter. <laughs> yeah, which is intentional. They're very much like, no, you can't just learn how to do this. It's gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm sure some speedrunner is gonna pick up on what the pattern is and be like, oh yep, I saw six green pixels flash before the uh, the Emmy caught me. So now I know yeah. to counter <clears throat> at precisely yeah. frame 46 of the cycle, which excites me. I'm very excited to see yeah. what speedrunners do with this game. Yeah, I know it's already extremely broken. Uh, people have already uh, sequence broke it quite, quite significantly. So nice, 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 nice. Anyways, I digress. What else have we been playing? Mm. I had a lot of hardware I covered mm -hmm. over the last few weeks. You did. First and foremost. Um, I spent some time in the trenches with the new version of the Nintendo Switch, which, if you maybe forgot that that was a thing, don't worry, so did I, until it came in the mail. <laughs> huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just like, oh, oh yeah, this is happening. <laughs> so, so I don't really know if anybody's out there like, Wondering if they should buy it or if it's just sort of slipped beneath the waves. But I'm going to tell you right now. Kind of like, OK, here's the deal. If you're looking to buy a Nintendo Switch and you haven't bought one, the OLED is absolutely the one you want. The That tiny little seven inch screen is so beautiful. It makes me think about replacing my 4k tv i'm like maybe this thing isn't that nice after all because this tiny little screen has better color definition than that what fuck anyways <laughs> so it's really nice and the battery life is pretty good and it's got that sick kickstand thing that's mm. like super wide and actually works unlike the tiny one that just felt floppy and shitty and um the dock has a LAN port in the back. Oh. It's kind of it, though. So, like, if you have a Switch, you're like, should I upgrade? No. I don't know, man. It's, like, more money than the old version. And unless you do handheld gaming all the time, like, if you never play with it docked, and you're just, like, always playing portable, then there's an argument maybe for upgrading to the OLED model. But if you do like I do, and generally 60% or more of your time is spent with it playing off the TV, it don't matter. You're fine. Okay. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. It's surprising yeah. that they went kind of that route that it was very specifically just the screen that's different. Um, usually when they're they're coming out with a new model, it's like, this one's 10% faster, so it smooths out those five frame per second dips in Metroid. You know, when you're like coming out of the save station and it dips uh, frames for like a half second, it smooths that out. But it's it is literally just the same hardware. What I understand, yeah. Yeah. Um <clears> hmm. <throat> it but yeah, it's 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 for people who like that generally speaking, actually, whenever Nintendo has made innovations for the Switch, it's been with the portable crowd in mind. Mm-hmm. Like the Switch Lite is exclusively for portable players, and the OLED is basically just for portable players. Like they really want to make sure that the market of people who take their shit on the go is secure which makes sense because like the ds and the 3ds were combined like easily their most successful systems ever mm-hmm. <laughs> like not even like it's not like a, a close shot. margin or anything yeah yeah um so they understandably have a vested interest in making sure that the portable market is secure and satisfied but yeah like if you don't I will say, though, I haven't had this system for a long time. I don't know exactly what the battery life is like. It's pretty good. Um, It runs for a while off a single charge. I haven't, like, time tested it or anything, but, like, um, it it's better than the old one, that's for sure. Which, again, is great for portable players. So it's, they're very in i mean people always want specific numbers they want to know that it lasted three hours and 59 minutes in uh breath of the wild with the camera spinning around and and that kind of thing but yeah like practically you don't need that like is it does it last long enough yeah easily easily okay um that's good i haven't I haven't migrated all my save data and stuff from one to the other yet. I'm kind of just like, this is this is the work switch, you know, and this is the not one. Um, not that, different thing. Well, basically, the old one is my Disgaea machine. Um, <laughs> and will be for a while longer, by the way. I'm not done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you um, ever really be done? Yes, thankfully. Oh. Christ, yes, okay. you can. You can be done. And one day, perhaps I will. <laughs> Um, there's, there's some other hardware I covered, but primarily there was, um, uh, a switch controller mm-hmm. with RGB lighting. Okay. Yep. That, that's its only feature, by the way, really. It actually, it's actually missing a bunch of shit that a pro controller would have. It doesn't have like, um, the motion controls or like vibration that I know of, and it doesn't have like, um. Like, it's wired. Like, it doesn't go wireless. But it has a headphone jack. Okay. And an RBG lighting with, like, nine different settings. You can just mm. cycle through solid of the colors, or you can set it to, like, cycle through automatically. Oh, yeah. And just change. Disco mode. Yeah, from one to the other. Um, which, 
it's like ha- it's like it's it's like less than half the price of a pro controller. So oh, if right. you want one, it's called the Spectra it's from Power A. So if you want one that's like feels like a pro, but without some of the bells and whistles, and it glows, that's your that's your controller. They also have one for like Xbox, um, if that's more your thing. But yeah, the RGB lighting is fantastic, and it feels like a pretty good controller otherwise, which. I don't know. What else do you need? <laughs> yeah. You're looking for like a, a fourth Smash Brothers controller. That might be yeah. a good way to go. Yeah, Half absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. And it comes with like this gigantic 10-foot USB cable. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it can cross the living room with like no problem. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Rhett, Alan Wake Remastered, yay or nay? Yay. If you're a fan, okay. well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> More complicated than that. If you're a that. fan, if you're <laughs> a fan, there's not exactly any reason to go back to this game, this this remaster. It's it's not okay. uh, like it definitely shows its age. You know, regardless of its remaster status, it definitely shows its age. Going back to the uh, Sears mannequin character models. <laughs> They're really on display in this game, man. In those cutscenes, it's wild. Alan's wife is horrific. <laughs> and she's not the only one. So yeah, it but don't get me wrong, it's smooth as hell. When you're when you're in there, it's so smooth. I would hope so. It's a fucking two generation Yeah, two did was it two generations yeah, ago it came out? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, right. So it's two generations old. I would hope it runs smooth. And it does. It looks good. Runs smooth. If you're a fan, I'm just not convinced that it's necessarily worth going back to. Unless, because I'm pretty convinced that Alan Wake 2 is coming. And so if if you feel like, oh yeah, I could use a refresher or it's been a while, then sure. This is the definitive way to play the game. If you've never played Alan Wake before, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. There are some... Some uh, parts of the game that may feel, I don't know, antiquated, I guess you could say. Um, the the whole, like, flashlight, you know, like, you got to wear the dark, wear the dark off of your opponents or off of the enemies. And uh, once you, like, break the dark that, that binds them, then you can shoot them. I don't know. that That system, it feels... I don't know, a little bit dated now, I guess you could say, but uh, it's great. It's great. I love Alan Wake. Go play it. You'd think if it's, you know, they called it remastered. You'd think yeah. if it's remastered, Alan Wake's wife would not look like the American Nightmare. She's that horrific. The DLC man. is named for. She you know? is. She's a goblin. <laughs> um, okay. Sweet. I'm like I'm supposed to I'm supposed to go out here and save this woman but I don't want to I remember back in the when I first played this game 10 years ago oh man Alice (laughs) I couldn't sleep I had to go find her now (laughs) I mean honestly leave her in the lake leave her in the lake Al (laughs) yeah 
Good game. And and I really do think that the, the second one's going to be coming, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm convinced that their uh, Remedy's new IP that they're apparently working on is, is just some kind of construct and confluence that merges Control and Alan Wake. Right, right. Something in the middle of both those things. Yeah. Alan Troll. It, it may be like it's it'll be a new game, but yeah, it'll be those two games coming together. Mm-hmm. Remedies yeah. on some shit, man. They know how to tell stories better than probably anybody in in gaming right now. Yeah, I really no feel, doubt. you know, like sure. Uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption has a good story or fucking Last of Us has a good story. But Remedy I guess there's Hideo, like watching, like playing Death Stranding, that feels like I'm watching a movie, but with Remedy, man, their shit just really feels like a movie, a show, what have you. Yeah, like the the world is really well thought out, mm-hmm. and you know, nothing seems out of place, it all follows logically, a lot of care was put into how uh, right. things are put together, and you know, especially in control, the way the Alan Wake stuff was woven into that was extremely skillful. Yeah, for sure. It's like a, it's like a fucking Kubrick film. Yeah. Everything's there for a reason. Yeah, no doubt. Sweet. Uh, any other games or should we move on to the news? Because there's some good news. Some good news. Yeah. Um, I will say really quick, <clears throat> I did, play the rift breaker uh-huh which i don't know if it was on anybody's radar but you know maybe it should be it's a combination like a uh, real-time strategy uh survival sim like bullet hell kind of game well not that this is a bullet hell but like a top-down action title where like you control a single lady in a mech and then you and the mech are are supposed to be like taming this wild terrifying alien world so you can build a giant portal and i guess get your corporate overlords in there to start full-time harvesting the planet for its resources nice <clears throat> your motivations aside the uh the genres that it's composed of disparate as they may be blend together very well you know nice. you uh you build sweet bases you harvest them delicious resources um the uh the game mode the survival element comes from the fact that you actually just have one larger lofty goal that you have to survive long enough in this crazy world to co- successfully complete because like it's actually quite an involved process getting a rift built mm. and so rather than just being like a single missions length worth of like rts action at a time like you do this stage and then you do this stage and that stage it's just like no no you land on the planet you get your shit you build the rift if you die, we're just going to spawn you back at the thing, and you keep doing that until you either succeed or the it uh, monsters come in and break your fucking headquarter building, and then you're doomed, you know? But, like, it's a very interesting fusion of these three ideas, and it's executed in a very interesting way. Um, It's tough, right? Which, of course, it would be, because, again, it's, it's that survival element, right, where it's just like, oh, you got to really tough it out in there. But, like... There's a lot of strategy where it's like, well, do I build in this formation or this way or in this concentration or like uh, with this arrangement or where do I focus my resources? What do I decide to build or what do I decide not to build? And um, yeah, a lot of like immediately apparent 
uh, strategy and depth and replay value apparent, like right from the jump, which is great. So if you have like, like a passing interest in either RTS or like a survival game and you want to see those two things mash together, then the Rift Raker does a pretty admirable job of doing that. So nice. Yeah. Speaking of weird fusions that somehow work. How about that Xbox mini fridge? Oh yeah. I'm getting me one of those. Man, I want that shit too. I don't even want an Xbox, but I want that fridge. It's it is priced to move. Like yeah. those babies are only 99 bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard to mark up a small fridge that much. <laughs> Fair. What does it hold? Like six cans? Yeah, something like that. But still, yeah, six cans, perfect for your desk. <laughs> If perfect you, for your work day yes god <laughs> there's nothing better than getting in the office 8 a.m and cracking an ice cold coca-cola <laughs> fuck me oh, you're filling my head with like reasons to have a mini fridge and it's just like think of all the cans you could keep cold in a oh. different place than your fridge <laughs> And it looks like a console you have no interest in owning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Just think of the possibilities, boys. Think now, of the possibilities. Did they announce, though, like, are these going to be a limited thing? Well, what kind of run is this fridge going to have? Oh, it's got to be limited, um, right? Yeah, probably. Probably not be, that many of them. It's going to be a fucking you know? Microsoft staple for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Packaged yeah, well, with every new copy yeah. of Windows. The, oh, the, 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 they're like they're gonna have their next version of Windows, and we're like, listen, this is great. <laughs> what if you also had a fridge? Yeah, because we have four warehouses of fridges, and we need to move <laughs> these things. <Yeah. laughs> they're full of something called Freon. It's incredibly dangerous. <laughs> they need to be in use, or else they turn into tiny bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch this fridge is gonna outsell the Series X. Ooh. I mean, it might. It almost certainly will in Japan. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the what the uh, what the number was that I saw recently, but it was shockingly low. Oh yeah, and it used to be like double digit sales of Xbox consoles in Japan was the norm. <laughs> yeah, it was like they crossed 10,000 or something, and they were quite happy with that. 10,000. I don't like know if recently? that's the right number or not, but it, it it felt incredibly low. Holy shit. Anyways, I'll, yeah. I'll get a mini fridge. I don't care. Yeah. It's yeah, green yeah. inside. Every, every streamer, every streamer, every streamer on Earth is going to be like, yeah, and so I got this mini fridge. It looks really great over here. And I can hold all my G fuel or whatever yeah. the fuck it is I'm shilling <laughs> totally. this week. One hundred percent. Hey, maybe maybe we could hit Microsoft up and have a couple sent our way. Hey, we'll review these. Yep, keeps keeps these cans cold. We'll fill it full of whatever subsidiary you've recently purchased. I don't know. There has yeah. to be one. One hundred percent. We'll put the review under cogconnected.com's new appliance section. Nice. Where we 
exclusively review mini fridges i don't know yeah right next to the black and decker <laughs> step up your game nintendo this is yeah. this is a gaming blender yeah. <laughs> it's got rgb yeah mm-hmm. i'd be tempted i yeah anyway elden ring also leaked out yeah footage of that and it'll it looked worse than the original Alan Wake. Oh, it looked, it looked awful. But, you know, obviously it was some kind of internal test and doesn't look like it will actually look in the end. Is this that multiplayer like Dark Souls kind of game? Yes. Yeah. So okay. I don't know. I don't think we really know. But okay. yeah, it's the one that that's George R. R. Martin, yeah, yeah, collaborated okay. on or whatever. And yeah, he, the, yeah, I think they mostly just got his name attached to it. I'm not even sure he's actually writing anything. Oh, classic, no. Okay, it looks um, it looks like they've done some work with the character model. It looks like the backgrounds are mostly. Well, I don't want to call them matte paintings. That seems unfair, but. But matte paintings. Um, yeah, okay. This this is why this is why leaks suck because you get this build going out of the world that's not really ready for the public. Yeah. And if you saw it at like a like a like an expo, like an E three, for example, they'd be like, "All right, no, keep in mind, this is the pre 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 alpha. This is basically the first thing we could cobble together a little vertical slice that doesn't immediately set fire to the console when we turn it on, you know." One of those things. Is there a release date for this one? I feel like it was yes, one of the Yes, it was pushed ones. from January to February of 2022. Oh, right. Right into that February mix. Yeah, the, 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 the meat grinder. The February meat grinder. Yeah. The uh, February is the new November. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, In unre- yeah. unrelated news, I will be... In Southeast Asia at the end of February, the very last day, the very last day of February, I will be on another part of the planet. So miss me with some of that shit. (laughs) I'll just get you a few Switch games to review while you're. No. Don't worry. We'll find you something. (laughs) It's the last day of February. So I can cover everything that comes out in the meat grinder. It's just as soon as the meat grinder is done, then I'm going to. To Southeast Asia, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll send the ground meat of your body uh, over to Southeast Asia for Ooh, tasty purposes. Yeah, for cooking, obviously. I'll be delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of that uh, East Island Trading Company paprika on you. Long pig, delicious. baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... So, uh, DC fandom. <laughs> the hell I is could, that? <laughs> could not think of a segue there. I'm sorry. Couldn't yeah. go from cannibalism to really yeah, anything yeah. else e- very smoothly. It's literally, speaking of of people of 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 an, somebody basically consuming itself, DC is serving up platters of its own IP that has been recycled over and over again now in video game form. Did you like Suicide Squad? Did you no. like it the second time? How no. about the third? Oh. Now is a video game. Oh, God. 
I didn't watch whatever. either of those trailers. Did they look any good? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. Yeah. Did none of us watch it? <laughs> Wait. Hang on, hang on. Serious question. This is a game? <laughs> yeah. I... Suicide Squad kill the Batman. Okay, okay, hold kill on. Kill the Justice League. Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. All right. Holy shit, I've never even heard of this. Okay, hold on. Yeah, me, so here's another trailer. All right. You know what? We're going to Yeah. It looks I don't know, man. It's it's cinematic bullshit. It doesn't matter. Oh here's, yeah. Yeah, if you big, don't got any gameplay for me, don't even show me this. This I don't is give nonsense. A shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know the shark? Shark is cool. We brought the shark back. Also, Harley Quinn is there because we're contractually obligated to put her in everything. Seriously, like, I'm so sick of that character. She's like a manic pixie dream girl with a serious chemical imbalance. It's just the kind of girl you you want, gamers. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're, they're not even showing any gameplay, but it looks no different than uh, Avengers. It's going to be the same old shit. Yeah, or, oh, I was like thinking, that, like, Injustice. Injustice, like that, yeah. those kind of graphics, but, like, in a big old world action thing. Yeah. I don't. Okay, right here, right now, on this podcast, we have to figure out what is Gotham Knights. I Gotham. Knights. I just oh, yeah, scanned through it, and I do not know. Oh man! Right, it's coming out next year. <laughs> Thank Allegedly. God. Oh, is it? We're so okay. Is it like? It's like an open world thing where like you play these people, the the ones in hockey pads. You play the hockey pad squad running around doing hockey pad shit, right? Yes. I I think that's that seems like a lock. Okay. So it's just two story trailers? Oh my god, I'm sorry. I pretended this was news, guys. It's not news at all. <laughs> So, I mean, well, I did. DC. I did piggyback onto this by uh, adding in the new The Batman trailer. Oh, there oh you go. holy shit! Let's take a minute and talk about that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yeah. So. My fiance brought up a very interesting point, which is that it used to be billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne during the day, sociopath in a costume at night. But we've like fully erased the first part from the equation. It's just like there's a man who's sad about all the murder and then he puts on the costume Who's just like Bruce Wayne is the costume, Batman is the person. And so we've kind of left behind all the fun, rich, shithead energy that we could have had with this character. Like, we don't have to like Bruce Wayne. It's fine. He can be an embarrassing asshole who just like, you know, oh, look at me. I'm throwing my parents' money away and like letting my company 
be a giant corporation, I don't know, you could just sort of like yeah. let it loose and yeah. do its thing, you know? And, and then at night, he's the competent, cool, murderous lunatic. Wow, just like three minutes of story. Jesus Christ, DC Fandom. Thank you for that, I guess. Yeah, figure it out. Hey, do you guys think that there will be nipples on Robert Pattinson's Batsuit costume? No. Oh. I don't. That's pretty confident. I think... That is. I I think it could go 50-50. I think this is one more fucking studio or one more team who are like... People really need another super serious, grim, dark Batman. Yeah, that's a bunch of nonsense. Give me my only hope. My hope is that they will lean so far in this direction that they trip over their dicks and (laughs) fall backwards into something beautiful. Like... They wanted so much for it to be a serious movie that they accidentally make a Schumacher film. That's that's my fondest wish. I know I'm not going to get it, but like seeing Robert Pattinson say, I'm vengeance, right into the camera, into the faces of the whole audience, like Seriously. a little spark of hope. It's going to be something cool. Yeah. He's a good actor. Pattinson. Yes, he's terrific. He is really, really good. And no, no idea what he's doing here. Right? It's such a bizarre, but maybe he I can mean, save yeah. it. Yeah, maybe he yeah. can save the movie like he's gonna save Gotham City. Ooh, nice. Who's playing Riddler? Uh, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yeah. Nice. Of there will be blood fame. That's the one, and other things since then. One assumes. Not that I could name any. <laughs> I think he was in um, uh, The Revenant. Very similar in okay. tone and feel. Yeah. Cool. That was pretty much it, though. Yeah. You know, the, the nice thing about having Robert Pattinson on a project is that he's very good at figuring out what the movie's going to be about a, a, a quarter of the way through filming. And then adjusting his performance accordingly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> so, so if he had the sense at any point that this was going to be a complete, like, a total fuckfest, he will bring the right level of energy to the film. <laughs> 100%. Hopefully they didn't film any of the scenes that are in the final act first. Oh, I was going to say, that's that's the only way it can possibly go. They filmed the climactic scene on day one, right? <laughs> And sometimes they do that different shit. tone from the rest of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Also, and this is important, but our boy Pattinson definitely had a tiny bit of COVID. Oh, like a really? little, just a whisper, just a whisper of COVID-19 during the filming. Not like after the filming. So there's definitely going to be like a Batman that's like really noticeably more exhausted and beaten down than he was in some other scenes perhaps not in a chronological sense maybe that's when they did the bruce wayne stuff because uh he looks near dead (laughs) he does (laughs) he looks decrepit like i'm sorry buddy i know that's not necessarily an act that might be you truly clawing your way back from death's door and if so i'm very sorry but you kind of look like shit and 
okay. It's it's zero percent believable that he that that guy goes and puts on the bat suit and wrecks shop. That's right. Although, although maybe it's like this man is obviously very broken inside, and they were hoping that it came across like psychologically instead of like he literally almost died, and this is just him kind of like trying to get physically back to a place, you know, like a, a decent place. Yeah, but then they gave him that Jonathan Taylor Thomas haircut. <laughs> so, I mean, but, yeah. what, the, what the hell am I supposed to think about that? Dude's a playboy. Yeah, he's sad. His parents are dead. So Did you sad. see the pearls hit the ground? Because you're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> pearls hit the ground, eh? Classic. You fucking will. You better believe you will. Classic. How many times have I seen Martha's fucking pearls hit the ground? <laughs> In my life. Too many fucking times. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. They they, they show it in 1989. They definitely show it in 95. They might show it in 97. I don't know about 92. But they definitely show it in Batman Begins. Yep. Mm -hmm. They probably... No, they definitely show it in Batman versus Superman. And they're probably going to show it in the Batman. Yeah right this this batman is way too tortured to not show his mom getting killed like i'm you know and his dad yeah (laughs) i think they add the bat nipples in post-production i love it i love it put a bat cock on them too (laughs) (laughs) the bat dong yeah the bat dong yeah exactly (laughs) he fucking that 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 replaces his Batarangs? <laughs> yeah. Batter Wang. Yeah, Come batter on, Wang. guys. Yeah, there it is. There's the title of the episode. <laughs> uh, I'm already thinking about how to make that thumbnail. And. <laughs> Just, how do you turn a dong into a frisbee? I. I don't know. Is there an answer to that? I don't. I don't want to know. You'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, speaking of wanker behavior, uh, let's talk about Epic Games. That's right. And so, somewhat recently, Steam said no to blockchain games. Yeah. Epic Games, being the ultimate bro culture that they are, said yes. Here's the important thing. It's not necessarily that like not even never mind whether or not uh crypto or nfts or blockchain technology is inherently good or bad never mind the potential environmental impacts of this stuff in the long term never mind the any of that nonsense mm-hmm. There are a pretty remarkable amount of scams associated with NFTs. Yes. Like a like a lot. Like like every other week another like game or project like vanishes in a puff of smoke as some like <laughs> person-shaped cloud vanishes into the distance carrying a suitcase trailing dollar bills. Like this happens a lot. And yeah. um games Famously, when you make a game store big enough, you attract shovelware. It's like bottom feeders, like kelp gathering around the base uh, of, 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 the, of the structure, as it were. 
and 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 if you introduce fucking blockchain technology to that which is in itself unfortunately somewhat vulnerable to scams as we've noticed because it's new and not very regulated by comparison it just feels like we're like priming the pump for some like scorching hit piece article from some big news publication being like here's the company that like stole four million dollars in backer funds before disappearing off the storefront (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i'm i mean it's it's not a question of whether that will happen that will happen (laughs) and like okay i guess Epic is, some of Epic is in fact Tencent. And Tencent is basically just the Chinese government. And the Chinese government, from what I understand, is maybe trying a little bit to kind of clamp down on the crypto bit issue. Now, I just pulled this directly out of the deepest, foggiest recesses of my brain. I have no source to back this up. I have no evidence to prove this is true. I have read, or believe I've read, at some time in the past, that China was at least considering removing some of the crypto mines from their area, local, like their own country. Is this true? Wow. I feel like I read it. And if that's the case, it seems weird... That Tencent would be like, well, yeah, all aboard. Blockchain games. Yes. Fire us up. Let, let us do this thing. It's a great plan. You know? Hey, man. I know. It's it's a weird... It's a weird thing. You know? Rarely do- are there such uncertain pieces of our culture than around around blockchain. There's a, such a range of opinions about what it means for the future. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody um, is terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm not... Like, in theory, it's really awesome. Except it's sort of tied to a... 19th, 20th century uh, fuel and energy model, a.k.a. the one we have now. And um, it's designed in such a way where in order for it to continue growing, it has to consume more of that old school, dirty ass energy. And yeah, it's not like I actually, I, I literally, I actually looked this up. The percentage of energy that, for example, Ethereum consumes in a year versus how much energy, green energy, is consumed is generated in a year. The two numbers aren't—they're not close yet. All right, so yeah. we're not like the problems that people are envisioning with uh, with with blockchain are actually—they're a little ways off. But unless we have a solution that involves no longer relying on the dirtiest energy on earth we're gonna have to deal with that you know and again so full of scams do you guys see this new story about the 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 game or the the blockchain game that was involved like something about apes there was all these pictures of apes 
in a game about apes. And they're like, we were just sucked in by the amazing art. And then they show off pictures of the art. And you're like, were you now? Were you blown away by these incredible graphics? By these amazing designs? By this unbelievable artwork? Because it kind of looks like one picture that the person palace swapped 40 times and sold to you for $4 million. The kicker is that they're not apes. They're all just Alan Wake's wife. Oh, man. Honestly, like, she didn't deserve that. She is a, that is a good woman out there. She's out there. She bought Alan that typewriter. She didn't deserve that, man. That was a low blow. Yeah, I know. But hey, like we said at the top of the show, that's what we call a callback. <laughs> well, that's right. The showbiz, baby. Uh, so yeah, that's about all the news. There's probably other stuff. There's always other stuff. But you that's know. why we do s- subsequent episodes in the future. So if we miss a thing, we can come back to that thing later. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, what do you guys got coming up in the next couple of weeks? What could we look forward to on the next episode of Press X the Podcast? Hmm. Probably me covering Switch games. Uh huh. And maybe, just maybe, playing some high quality PS5 titles in anticipation of our Game of the Year podcast. Because I haven't been, and I should. Good call. Yeah. Uh, I am likely going to be playing some Riders Republic in the near oh, future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And cautiously optimistic about that one, based on the beta. It was pretty fun. And uh, All right. just the kind of game that that Ubisoft icon soup is really suited to. Where you can just always find that next mountain bike race to to jump into or the next jetpack thing or whatever. Anyways, stay tuned for more on that. Stay tuned. Yeah. Like, not the cool. whole time, but like come back when the next episode comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you read? Uh what's on the horizon forza horizon five not that i have an xbox by any means but my pc is in the shop and i'm gonna be getting it back in the next couple weeks and i think that maybe it'll be able to run horizon at medium so i'm gonna try and play some of that when it comes out because it is going to be free day one on game pass yeah 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 Yeah. Um, Looking forward to that else, too. Else? Yeah. No. That that's going to be a good time. What's that? November fifth um, or something? Something mm-hmm. like that. Early on, we got November the new Pokemon's. 5th. We got the new Pokemon's Diamond and uh, and fucking yeah. uh, you know seaweed coming out. Yeah. And those are going to be a good yeah. time. Uh, I I didn't play that generation, so not that I think I'm going to get the review code, but I maybe I'm going to throw my name in the hat for that one because I'm looking at the list of other games and I'm like. I'm not going to get Forza. I don't have a PC that can handle it. I'm... But I don't want to play the Elder Scrolls fucking Anniversary Edition, Skyrim Anniversary Edition. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it. 
Pokemon's looking like a good time. Skyrim again, again? Yeah. yeah anniversary. What the hell is that? I didn't even know it was coming out. But apparently next yeah. month, there's a new Skyrim on the way. I think it's been 10 years since we first Skyrim. I think they just shined right. up the the remaster, the PS4 remaster for next gen. And I do know that it has 75 or 80 like official mods. Oh really? So yeah, community commu community built mods that Bethesda, you know, gave the seal of approval to. Huh. Um, That's right. I don't know if they announced that there will be like additional mod support, but yeah, 75 to 80, I think was the number of like solid mods from day one. Sweet. I'm sure that game probably holds up pretty well. It was always a good time to go just gallivanting off into the wilderness, seeing what you can find. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Press X the podcast. Cockconnected.com. Check it out. Read the stuff. Watch the videos. Like, subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Click the bell. Hit the heart. Send us a comment. Write us a message. Save this post. I don't know. Whatever you do on all those social medias that you you do stuff on. Yeah, do all those things. Do the things. Do all of them. All of them. We appreciate you. Especially if you yeah. do the things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Top of our list, really. Yeah. And I see. Yeah. Also, stay tuned for James Coin. Coming soon. Our new yeah, blockchain. yeah. I'm going to throw my hat the crypto ring. Hasten our spider towards the Brooklyn. I'll send you. I'll send you a thousand dollars right now. <laughs> what are you drinking, by the way? I've been. I, I, it looks tasty. Looks like a big root beer. It's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be further from that. It's uh, just a tall what? bottle of loudmouth soup. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We do appreciate you listening to us ramble, because uh, that's what we do. But uh, we hope you'll, you'll come back next time and hear us ramble some more. In the meantime, <laughs> you should take care of yourselves. You should take care of each other. And we'll see you next time right back here on Press Exit Podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs>